Welcome to Daily Daf Differently, a Jcast Network podcast. This daily podcast invites you to join us to study the Daily Talmud page with a variety of liberal rabbis and teachers. For more information about Daily Daf Differently, please visit jcastnetwork.org slash ddd. For more information about the other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Welcome to the Daily Daf Differently. I'm Barry Dovkatz, and today we're studying Tractate Shabbat Daf 100, page 100. How do you get to know a person? A resume, a title offers a hint about what a person might be like, but it's only through repeated interactions, by seeing them in different situations, that we really get to know somebody. The Gemara approaches its topics in a similar manner. The rabbis of the Talmud often explain laws by exploring their outer limits, by imagining different situations, forcing each other to define terms, a clearer picture of the law emerges. Our Gemara offers an example of this. It continues a discussion of the laws of Hotza'ah, transferring between public and private domains and within a public domain on Shabbat. Here in our chapter, the specific focus is how throwing something might or might not be different than other kinds of transfer. Midway down the, new, down the page, a new mission is introduced that reprises comments made about throwing on 99b. The basic rule is that in a public domain, one may not throw something for a distance of four amot or more. There are a variety of opinions about how far this is in current measurement systems, but for today we'll assume that four amot is approximately seven feet based on the calculations of Rabbi Moshe Feinstein. If you throw something that far, you are liable. But as in most things Talmudic, it's not so simple. To explore liability for Hotza'ah on Shabbat, the rabbis ask us to consider a specific situation. How might throwing something against a wall change the rules and ultimately help us understand the limits of this law? The Mishnah asks you to imagine that you're standing four amot, about seven feet away from a wall. You raise your arm and throw an object at the wall. If you threw it over ten tfachim high, that is, your pitch stayed over three feet above the ground, it is, as if the rabbis say, as if you threw it in the air. The public domain only extends to ten tfachim from the ground. Above that, you're exempt. Your object did not travel more than four amot in the public domain, and so you did not break the law of Hotza'ah on Shabbat. Phew. But let's imagine that you threw the object lower than ten tfachim high. Your ball skimmed no more than three feet above the ground before hitting a wall. In this case, you are liable. You moved something in the public domain farther than you should on Shabbat. In considering the Mishnah, the rabbis of the Gemara want to know why are you liable? They imagine a situation where you're standing for a moat, about seven feet away from the wall, and you throw an ordinary object. Think about a ball, for example. And most balls, and the truth is most objects, would bounce a bit off the wall, coming to rest less than four a moat away from you. Since you have not moved the object the requisite for a moat, seven feet, it does not make sense that you would be liable. Wait a second, says Rabbi Yochanan in the Gemara. We're not thinking of an ordinary object like a ball. The Mishnah maybe is talking about a sticky object. 
the rabbis, in trying to come up with a sticky object that might be familiar to their audience, came up with the example of a fig cake. I'm picturing chocolate chip cookie dough. Were you to throw a big glob of chocolate chip cookie dough, cookie dough against a wall, it would not bounce back. In fact, it would stick right where it landed. And since this sticky object has moved for a mode, after all, it's stuck to the wall, which is for a mode away, you are liable. Or, pushing this thought experiment even further, think about a very different situation. Imagine throwing an object at a wall and seeing that the object lands in a crevice in the wall that's over 10 tfachim higher than the ground. On this one, there's a dispute among the rabbis. Rabbi Meir says, we carve to complete the crevice. What he means is, is if there's enough space in the wall to carve out a crevice that would be big enough to be considered its own reshut, its own private domain, then we hold the thrower liable. Rabbi Meir wants us to consider the possibility that the small area might be counted as a much bigger area. The rabbis disagree and say, We do not carve to complete. If the crevice is too small, it's too small. The rabbis disagree and say, We do not carve to complete. If the crevice is too small, it's too small. And while it is willing to consider some fairly imaginative leaps, ultimately Jewish law sides with the rabbis here. No amount of imagination can make a small crevice into a big one. Under what circumstances is one liable for throwing something on Shabbat? Our page is not the end of this discussion, but it does offer some hints as to what is and what is not appropriate throwing on Shabbat in the public domain. It's sometimes hard to follow the logic of the rabbis, but I love listening in as they consider situations from every possible angle. Some are situations that seem likely, some frankly sound absurd. But little by little, we see a picture of who can reasonably be considered liable and who is not liable. We also see how broadly the rabbis are willing to interpret a law to make someone liable and how carefully they'll look for ways to exempt people. And through this process, we learn to apply the law in the infinitely large number of different situations that we encounter. In this, the Gemara mimics life. When we meet someone new, we really don't know very much about them. But with enough experience, we begin to learn who they are and what they are capable of. We see the places where they can stretch in wonderful ways and their limitations. It's only by seeing people in different situations, some mundane, some absurd, that we really begin to know them. In our interactions with people, as in the Gemara, out of the mist of complexity emerges clarity. I look forward to learning with you again. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of Daily Daf Differently and that you'll join us again tomorrow for a new page. The music at the opening and close of this episode is Ufros from the Epichorus album One Bead, available on Bandcamp, iTunes, and Spotify.